five with the boys of the banged up bets. As always, we will discuss everything in the world of sports to give you a recap of how we did last week and go over some picks and bets that we like this week. With me, as always, is Johnny J. Mo Morgan and Adam the Size Size Mora. What up? What up? And I'm your host in the impendently homeless, Cameron Streb. <laughs> Still no home, Cam Streb. Did you buy a bigger box yet? No, yeah. I mean, I got a lot of boxes. I went into Lowe's, loaded up on the boxes. So I'm, I'm got like, I don't know, 15 to 16 boxes that I'm just going to piece together and just throw over my truck and, you know, make, make something happen. Oh, this reminds me of like when you're a kid and you get all the boxes and you make a fort. Oh, out of it. yeah. I yeah. think we could pre- make a pretty bomb ass fort for you to live in. Big fort yep. guy. Big fort guy for sure. I can't even tell you how much the anxiety is just flowing out of me right now just talking about a box fort. <laughs> you just, need a box wow. I'm just so much more calm now. Wow. I'm just ready to go. That just really pumped me up. If you guys actually <laughs> just want to come over, just build me a box fort um, with my truck, it'll be portable. We'll have to make it pretty sturdy if it's going to withstand any kind of movement, but you know, we can make it happen. Duct tape. I'm, I'm very confident that we can make a solid car fort with boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, think we got I'm, that. Oh, absolutely. we got that in the cards. Yeah, for sure. We've done m- much harder things. <laughs> Like we had a truck pool in college. Yeah, we just yeah we went and got a truck and and a and a tarp and we made a pool. Boom, pool. And then we hooked up a pipe to the exhaust and put it in the pool to make a hot tub. Hot tub. Thank you. And it was already ninety five degrees, so that wasn't smart. But it is what it is. <laughs> Using toxic fumes. Yeah, from yeah the- it wasn't yeah. it wasn't our smartest idea, but we'd been drinking. So <laughs> we've been drinking. <laughs> That's how that goes. What else is banging you up, boys? What else is going on? I'll tell you something that's banging me up. It's grinding my gears. It doesn't make me feel good. And it's just the state of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Have you you ever driven across that state? Yeah, my parents live in Jersey. That state sucks. It's the worst. It is unreal how long it takes to get across that state. It's straight up like five and a half hours to get across it. Drove into New York this weekend. Great time. But that, if the, man, that state, man, you just got to take it right the fuck out. Because I'm over that shit. I-80 west, uh, well, east and west. It runs friggin' both ways. I hate that road through Pennsylvania. Put it, New York, Jersey, Ohio. I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. Pennsylvania, that state sucks. There's nothing there. Gas was wildly expensive there. I'm over it. You, I mean, you literally, you, you drive, you get into Pennsylvania, you get into the Pittsburgh area, you get your gas. And then you don't see civilization no, for, for the next hours. Nothing there. I, that, that, that state sucks. I'm so done with it. But yes, the state of Pennsylvania is officially banging me up this week. I'd be totally okay with just removing that. I mean, Penn State would be gone. The Penguins would be gone. The Steelers would be gone. That's a good point. Oh, I, mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I like all that. <laughs> I like everything about that. Let's just get them out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, let's hold up there. <laughs> we'll keep the football team. No. See ya. <laughs> Oh, what do you got? What's banging you up? Because mine's a state. Uh, it's a, it's actually this is like a for once a good bang up. I, I have oh. a, I have what's banging me up, like what's getting me pumped up, my blood boiling. Okay, I got vacay coming up. I got a golf outing okay. this weekend, <laughs> going up to Northern Michigan in the Upers. Yeah, four oh. rounds. We're going to be playing uh, tournament style. So the first round stroke play, second rounds uh, match play. The next round is a scramble, and the last round is a best ball style. So there's uh, a ton of team events and then some single-player action. 
Um, it's, it's, it's a great time. Um, I've been looking forward to it for a couple weeks now. And then I go straight from there to North Carolina. North Carolina. So this time next week, you're going to be hearing me from North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. Solid barbecue. Um, yeah, no, family vacay. Gonna gonna enjoy myself. So this is this is banging me up that I'm just I'm looking forward to it. It's a positive bang up. Yeah. All right. I, you know what? I like the vibes. I took a twist on it. I like it. All right. I, I can mess with that. Camp. You know, you can get that right out of here with that good vibe <laughs> stuff. Because uh, I only got the bad bang up. So <laughs> good positive vibes. You know I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw another. You know, I gotta hand it to the city of Toledo for locking up all their heavy machinery. You know, on, oh. on Saturday. So yeah, we went out after a night of drinking, and the entire road that we were that we we're staying on at the hotel was just covered in heavy machinery, and they locked every single door of every piece of heavy machinery. I was super impressed by the city of Toledo. I'll tell you what, and I will not comment on what I was trying to do opening those. <laughs> opening those. I mean, if I got in one of those things, oh boy, look out! That would have not been great. Uh, you're proud of the city of Toledo. Something people don't say a lot. I no, know. exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> City Toledo props, you locked all your heavy machinery doors for like a sub size more. How long was that walk? Like three quarters of a mile? Yeah, I mean, unless you were jogging because there's a point in time where you disappeared from the group and uh I told you it was straight down this road and then we're on the phone with you and you're like, Yeah, I turned right. And I'm like, <laughs> You weren't supposed to turn right. <laughs> turn left. <laughs> I had a good idea about making the night more efficient. I was going to sprint to the gas station. It was only three quarters of a mile away. I was going to save the boys some time, go get the booze, run back. Well, there was some construction. It confused me. I don't know. It was a fence line. Instead of just going around it, I went to the, and I turned my 0.75 mile run into like at least two miles. (laughs) I did get to the gas station first. So I still got there first. Um, but I literally bought the booze, walked out and they're right at the front door. So I saved (laughs) almost no time, but it's a thought that counts. We were on the phone with them. We were like, Cam, where are you? And he's like, I got the beer. And and then he's walking out of the gas station. I found him. (laughs) Perfect. We all met up here. That was, I mean, Hey, it is what it is. It was a fun time. Boy, did we, we do some damage in Toledo. Boy, howdy. Speaking of speaking of some Toledo, the Mac canceled Whoa. fall sports, followed closely by the Big Ten today yeah. and the Pac-12. Well, at least the Big Ten postponed versus the Pac-12 who canceled. I thought the Big Ten just canceled, didn't they? Didn't they like an hour or two hours ago or whatever it was? I thought they officially canceled. They postponed? Yeah, it's it postponed to the spring. Oh. oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Open, they're open to playing in the spring, is what they said. But I don't see how that's going to be possible. Yeah, all right, I'm with you. But they canceled the fall sport, as far as playing it in the fall. What are we going to do in the fall? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, SEC, which I'll go backwards. NCAA, what the hell are they doing? Because they aren't governing anything right now. Yeah. SEC is like, hey, other conferences, you just want to come join this super conference, and we'll just play our games and. You know, screw the NCAA and screw the Big Ten because I really think that they're going to play football. They don't care in the South. No, they don't care at all right now. And like the SEC is going to play football, yeah, like, okay. no matter what. Like we'll be able to watch SEC games, but it's just it's not the same now. And if there's and if NFL if if NFL gets canceled, my God, what are we going to do in the fall? Oof. There's nothing to do. I need football. This is a problem. No, that's I don't. I don't know what to say to that. That's the ultimate bang up. That's what that is. 
Yeah. Collective bang up right there. It's a gang bang. Now, I, I really think, uh, well, I, I guess I shouldn't say I think. I'm really hoping um, and crossing my fingers in every way possible that the Big Ten is just throwing this out there to try to throw out their big dick and try to push these other conferences around. And then the SEC, this is my hope, is the SEC holds their guns. They're like, no, we're playing football. And the, the boys of, of the Big Ten are like, you know what? Well, if they're going to play football, we might as well play football. That's why I'm crossing my fingers right now. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the Big 12 says they're playing because they're just going to do whatever the SEC basically tells them to do. Oh, ACC is going to do the same thing. So it's like, I'm just I'm just confused as why is the Big Ten doing this so soon? Like, I feel like... Left, right? To decide? Yeah, I mean, they, they, originally, yeah, they originally said they were going to start September 3rd, yeah. which obviously was too short. When the SEC was like September 26th, why not essentially just kick the can further down the road and just say we're going to start the 26th. Well, yeah, and then and then you still have – there's like weeks of buffer because I believe the playoffs will not be decided until the December 15th Yeah, is what the NCAA said. So you have a few weeks there to, to still move around from September. That's my whole thing with this is I, I don't understand what this rush is for them to just flat out cancel it right now when – I mean, given it – it might have, might have been canceled regardless, but – Canceling it so soon, being this preemptive, is just, I don't get it. I, I figured they would have just said, today they would have went in and be like, yep, we're going to start the 26th, and then if the 26th rolled around and nothing's changed, then they probably would have canceled it. But to full-blown cancel it now on, what, well, we're recording this, the 11th of August? That's, and it's crazy. I don't get it. It's just way too soon. And, and, and I mean, you're exactly right. There's no reason... To look at it that way, the players want to play, the coaches want to coach, the parents are stepping in. Um, I've heard so many ex players say that they are probably more safe with their team yeah. than they would be going home and running amok yeah. amongst uh, themselves. The whole thing around this is them saying, like, oh, because they're playing football, they're going to be even more prone to it. It's COVID's here. They're if they're not playing football, they're still prone to it. It's not like these kids are just going to be straight up quarantining from now until they eventually go to like the NFL draft. Like all these schools are going to be doing whatever they can to keep these kids as, po- as safe as possible. So, I mean, Nick Saban was saying it. They're equally as prone to getting COVID on the field as they are off the field. Justin Fields is ch- chiming in. Trevor Lawrence is chiming in. When I saw that, I was like, oh, man. Like I think because Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence are stepping up and speaking out that the NCAA is going to be like, these boys want to play. Yeah. And this just, again, shows that these kids don't even have a voice now. And all Justin Fields had to say on Twitter today after the Big Ten <laughs> dropped that was, shake my head. Because everyone wants to play. These kids want to play. And it's just a shame. I mean, I want college football, and I don't want to just watch the SEC. It's, it, it's upsetting. The NCAA is just a joke in general. Oh, I mean, they're going to get destroyed tomorrow on, like, the new episodes of everything. First take. Anything on ESPN is just going to go crazy over this. It's going to be great. And I don't know if you guys saw, too, that the NFL is easily going to take advantage of this. They, ESPN came out and said if the NFL wants to now play on Saturdays, the, <laughs> the ESPN will, will broadcast it. I was like, of course you would. You're going to make a zillion dollars doing it. So it's <laughs> the NFL is about to just take <laughs> college football Saturdays away from them because this is their window to do it. It's it's work, It's playing so well into the NFL's hands, too. And these kids that were, should have been playing college football every Saturday are just watching 
their hopes and dreams falling apart. Justin Fields has played one college football season. That's not fair. That's not fair to the people who want to watch extremely talented players play football. Also, projected stat line is uh, fatalities are up 150% if the Muni lot goes crazy on a Saturday instead of Sunday. So just (laughs) throwing that random stat line out there for you. That's completely untrue and off the top of my head. But I'll tell you what, if the Browns play on Saturday instead of Sunday, yeah, nope. The city will burn down to the ground. Again. (laughs) Again. (laughs) For another time. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's all there is to do is like, like you guys said. I mean, quick recap is like probably Big Ten, Pac-12 maybe pulled the trigger too soon, and we'll see what the SEC and those guys decide. And I don't know. I heard a rumor that some doctors and things came out with that they they positioned in front of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 before their meeting, and that that might have made a difference. But we haven't been privy to that information, so all we can do is wait. So who who knows what that is or whatever. So. Anyways, all right, let's get into a little golf. Besides more, why don't you give us a quick recap? Give us the leaderboard here between you, you Johnny, and myself on our best. Right. So last week, Johnny had one top 10. Thank you. With an overall record of two top 10s and three top 25s. Ooh. Cam got one top 10 and one top 25 last week with an overall record of one first place four top 10s and two top 25s. And I'm struggling down the leaderboard of one top 10 and two top 25s. Eek. I mean, Cam just picks straight chalk. Let's just call it what it is, but that's fine. The chalk that's winning. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, I have to try to talk shit. You can, you can say as much as you want. All anybody <laughs> hears right now is Cam is winning money, and I should probably bet with him and not that booty-ass John Morgan. That's all, <laughs> that's all they're hearing right now, bud. Damn. Yeah, yeah I've, so. I've, I've been pure struggle bus uh, yeah. as of late. Stop studying these courses so much and start uh, studying the I players. Know. Well, did you see <laughs> did you see how Ricky Fowler missed the cut last week? Oh, I did. He had a six-inch putt, and he whiffed on it. He stepped over the ball with one foot and went straight over the ball, <laughs> stared at it, looked at the ball like it was helpless, and he had no idea what happened and had to tap his ball in. He got missed the cut line by one stroke. That's very depressing. I, I have I have two things I need to chime in about very quickly. What Justin Thomas has been caught saying on these broadcasts has <laughs> been pure gold. And Brooks Kepka doesn't give a shit who he pisses off anymore. <laughs> I love it. This guy just talks pure shit directly to the to the media about them, about the other golfers to their face. It's it's amazing. I love it. Oh yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, it's no. it's hilarious. It's yeah. it's like he's almost just like, yeah, he's just like how can I get into DJ's head this week? Or how can I just totally fuck with Bryce and DeChambeau? Yeah. Oh, let's mention ants while I'm doing this. I'm like, why not? Like, it's just, yeah. it's so good. It's perfect. And I, I was like, I got to talk about this on the podcast. Like, this is great. Those who didn't see the latest comment, they were, they were filming Brooks in between the Saturday and Sunday round. And they were talking about all this stack leaderboard and why he has a better chance than, than DJ. And he goes, I've won four of them, and he's won one. <laughs> I have more experience. <laughs> he's like, well, that guy doesn't win. I do. So. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Golf is killing it, man. I love it. Yeah, quick recap of the of the PJ Championship. So, like, Colin Morikawa pulled it out last week. No, none of us had him. Can't believe we didn't. That boy's just been playing straight golf. I mean, holy smokes. 
Um, I'm really, I'm really I'm, upset about that. I've, I've been talking amongst us and, and yeah. uh, my group of people about Colin for, for about a year now since he's come yeah. out of Cal. Oh yeah. Uh, he's just a, he's a real good ball striker. I just, I didn't think he could do it on the elite level. Like it's these young bloods, man, these young bloods coming out and bowling. How, how about when the leaders were on about 14 or 15, there was like six or seven people at minus 10 under. That would have been such a cool playoff. It was so crazy. And then I talk about Collins. Shot on 16. The drive. Oh. Yeah, put it within seven feet of a hole. <laughs> yeah, 297, dog leg right. And he just cut it in there and just left it seven feet. Might have been one of the best shots I've yeah. ever seen. Like no. Paul, Paul Casey's just standing there like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was a shot, bro. When I, walked into, I walked into my house and talk, my dad, turned around with my dad, and he was like, did you see that shot? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Classic. That'll be replayed forever. That was such. I mean, that was unbelievable. So, man, yeah. props to props to Colin, man. And then yeah, he seriously. and then he busted up the busted up the plate when he lifted the trophy. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Talking about bust ups. Uh, how about your bust up of a guy? Hey. You talking about Shane Lowry? Yeah, I'm talking about Shane Lowry. Yeah, he, he had one of those Irish tempers going on. That. Like, <laughs> he he snapped the bejesus out of that club. Like, he was he was fed up with the round. He was done. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, he's done. He, I was like, he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Straight knee through the club. Yeah, I was like, oh no, Shane, keep I, it together. I didn't even see what club was that. I don't I don't know what club it was. <laughs> I think he must have had like a backup laying around just to snap the shit out of it. Uh, he just brought an extra club. His caddy had in his pant pocket the whole time. He just yeah. give me that club. I got to break this thing. <laughs> He's like, you see that? Make sure you have that close by. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. that sucked. Get into the Wyndham. Wyndham Championship at Sedgefield Country Club in North Carolina. Sizemore, give it to me. Yeah, uh, quick one here. It's uh, a little little baby course. It's 7,100 yards. Uh, shorter of the courses that we've covered, par 70. Going to be looking in the cool temps, low 80s. Gathered thunderstorms key here. Uh, winds are going to be low, 7 to 9 miles an hour. Not much to talk about throughout the course. It's going to be playing pretty easy compared to what they've known. The rough's going to be shorter. You're going to see probably around the minus 20, minus 21 range to win. Um, yeah. There's only five water hazards on the course, so that, that tells you exactly where it's at. I don't like that at all. I don't like these courses. They need more, they need more water hazards. What, uh, who, do, who do you got to win? I don't like this tournament. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't like it at all, and I definitely don't like who I picked but on a personal level. Oh, boy. Tell us how you truly feel. I went with Brandon Todd. <laughs> I, did, I did it. I did not see this coming. I, no, I, I did it, and I shouldn't have because I'm going to be so angry because I hate this man. But he he's been playing damn consistent golf, and yep. he's just like this this regular old average Joe dad looking fella that just dominate these courses, just putting really well, just doesn't close it out all the time at the end. But I won with him. His plus thirty five hundred. His accuracy has been phenomenal, and I will apologize right now, Brendan Todd. This is directed at you. I am sorry. But I hate you. Yeah, I, I absolutely despise you. I hate your look. I hate your walk. Everything about him. Everything about you. And there is no rhyme or reason. I just, I really just don't like you. I get really, really pissed off when he comes on the screen because it's usually him just casually draining a fifty-foot putt, and I'm just fed up with it. But I, I got to get a W here in these, these golf picks, man. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Brandon Todd. 
It's got the Ian Falter effect for you guys. That's that's exactly how I feel about, about Ian Falter. Something about his face, man. I just want to give him one a just straight shot to the kisser. Somebody else go because I don't want to talk about Brandon. Cam, Todd who do you anymore. got? Oh boy, talk about a pick that I don't like. So so I got really mixed emotions when it comes to this. I'll tell you this. So he's known as Captain America by a few. He's also known as Captain Improve Your Lie to some others. <laughs> Patrick Reed. I hate 16 to 1. He is a Ryder Cup hero and also been accused of cheating multiple times. But the man, when he gets hot, plays freaking golf. He's got three top 15 finishes this year so far. He's 10th on tour and, and strokes gained on the putting green. He's a good ball striker. As much as I hate it, I got a feeling that Sir P. Reed is going to be coming in hot and he's got a chance to win this week. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't get caught cheating, so uh, maybe he has a chance. But um, yeah, or he hasn't. If he doesn't get caught cheating and he wins, then I mean, he didn't yeah. get caught cheating and he wins. So I think the, I think the best uh, lines in in the tabloids right now for Patrick Reed is actually his wife, who has a fake burner account on Twitter <laughs> and has been getting in arguments with fans uh, about about all of his stats. The, the latest was this past weekend, uh, Patrick Reed didn't have a premium golf time and all these other top 10 people in the world have these premium golf times uh, to, to play. And Patrick Reed is playing with Joe Schmoes out there and she is pissed off just lighting up the Twitter world. I was trying to, I, I can't find her handle, this fake burner account handle that's not her. Yeah. <laughs> when you say, when you say premier golf times, you mean like the like the, the times that most people are going to be watching the tournament? So like yeah. all of his pairings and things, because they have like what they call highlighted groups and things like that. So he's paired with, you know, not so, he, yeah. so the first two days you get paired with specific people. And then based on where you're at after the first two days, then you get, do you play with whoever's right around you? So you go. Then you go off by time, but yeah. So the first two days he got paired with literally Joe Schmo. I think that's a good. That's a good point. <laughs> I hate, I hate Patrick Reed. I hate Patrick Reed just because I mean he's Patrick Reed. He, he cheats, so I don't like that. Um, if oh. he wins, I, I'll put an asterisk next to that win for you because <laughs> it's like the Liverpool. They yeah, just cheat yeah, whatever, man. Whatever you can't you can't tell me a couple years ago feels a certain kind of way for that man. That was unbelievable what he did with Rory McIlroy in the Ryder. That was I, awesome. I, I just picture him in my dreams as Tiger Woods so that Tiger Woods <laughs> actually beat Rory McIlroy. That, that time. <laughs> I wish, man. Anyways, all right, Size, who do you got to win? Oh, uh, oh I see it. I hate this I'm, I'm I'm going odds on favorite here, Webb Simpson. Uh, I, I have to. I, he's playing this course like uh, he knows it by the back of his hand. He got second place last year, second place the year before, third place the year before, three other top tens, won it in 2011. I mean, I just keep going here. We get it, man. He named his daughter Wyndham because he's freaking done so well at the tournament. For like, I don't know. <laughs> his name, his name is Webb Simpson. He's 11 to one. He's fourth in birdieing average, scoring average. He knows how to put these putts in. I'm going Webb Simpson. I, I actually, I, part of me wants us all to have our three winner picks get cut because I actually ate them all. Yeah, I don't really like my guy. No, this is bad. Who are you throwing money at? Uh, so uh, another guy, I wouldn't mind getting cut. Uh, I don't like his face either. <laughs> his like, name is Justin Rose. I like Justin Rose. 
I, he just he he's, he torques me. He's twenty-two to one. I, I went with him because he's he tied for ninth at the PGA Championship last week. Um, he's the seventeenth golfer in the world. He knows how to play golf. He he fucks with golf courses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got top fifteen in the last three starts. Uh, he's got three top fifteens in the last six starts. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Justin Rose. I like Justin Rose. I can. I, I'd be okay with that. He's a good golfer. He's, he's a solid golfer. He's, he's, not, he U, he's not USA. 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 Um, I'm going back to the well. Oh, I'm going back to it. Is it a name pick? Yes. Is he good at golf? I'd say so. Uh, Siwoo Kim. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the squad. Siwoo Kim has been playing good golf. Bunch of top 20s. He might be a pick that I'm trying to pad my stats with. Just, you know, maybe a top 25 finish. I don't know. But he could win. Don't sleep on him. Kyle Morikawa. It's kind of his boy. He's going to help him get there. See who Kim. And he's plus 4,200. It's good odds. I don't think he, he makes a cut. You don't think he makes a cut? All right, I'm throwing money at the kiss. Kevin Kistner, 50 to 1. University of Georgia boy. Graduated with a business management degree. And you know what, guys? I think he's in the business of maybe winning the Wyndham. What do you think about that? Ooh. Terrible dad joke. What do you think about that? <laughs> he's a big he's two, Yeah, he's got two top 10 finishes this year. He's playing, he's playing solid golf. I, I don't know. I, just, I, like, I like the odds at 50 to 1. I'm taking Kiss. Give him to me. I really like Kiss. He's a big, he's a cool dude. He's big a cool bro dude. guy. He played, uh, he played Pinehurst against the Barstool Boys, the four play boys. That was a, a a good little clip to watch. Um, I, yeah, kids, I like kids. Yeah, kids is cool. Fifty See? to one. That's good odds. I Our like throw it. money picks. I like them. I like them. Well, I'm trying to win a vote here. Still, where I think we all are. We got to hit one of these. One of these times, we're gonna hit one of these boat bets. I, I'm going. I went deep on this one a little bit. I looked at it. It's our first COVID member of the PGA Tour. Okay. He tied for twelfth at the 3M Open. He's 14th in green and regulations and 36th in birdies. Maybe you can keep that going. Hey, maybe a little a Nick Watney, 250 to one. <laughs> Nick say Watney. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Wasn't it? Bad jokes. Oh, so many bad jokes. <laughs> well, I like Nick Watney. He's a cool dude. He has COVID. I think he just he didn't. I don't know if he had COVID. I think he had he had it at some point because he got the bodies. Yeah, he had the bodies. He got the bodies. I don't know why I'm picking this guy, but I kind of do at the same time. This guy stinks. Like, he's actually bad. But I needed to pick an Irish guy. And I can't keep picking Shane Lowry. I can't pick Roy. I don't even know if Roy's playing. But I, I'm never picking Roy again, by the way. That, guy's, <laughs> that guy is exhausting to watch. Like, I'm fed up with that guy. I'm going with Seamus Power. Oh, boy. And the last time I saw him, I was texting size here. He was, like, trying to win. And then he was just putting around the green. He was trying to lose. He was then like, wait a minute. I want to lose. <laughs> and then he completely fell off the leaderboard. There's a good chance he's not going to make the cut. But he is plus 25,000. He's not great. He's Irish. So I take him. Seamus Power. Seamus. <laughs> Seamus. <laughs> Cousin Rob, boys. All right. So for fun little fact for you guys, I just got my 23andMe results last week. Cousin Robert Streb is a third twice-removed cousin. <laughs> Robert Streb, boys, 40,000, plus 40,000, 400 to one. 
this is out of nowhere. By the way, I'm absolutely not related to Robert Streb. Um, this is out of nowhere that he has hasn't done a thing on the tour since 2017. Uh, I think he put two good rounds together at St. Jude and then just fell off the map. And I don't even know if he made the cut. So completely out of control. And I'm made up 23 and me test later. And I'm going with Robert Streb, 400 to 1, boat pick. Thank you. Such a name pick. <laughs> wow, that's a name pick. <laughs> that might be the biggest name pick we yeah. ever had. Uh, Easily, it's his last name. <laughs> I like it. Great name. Great name. Cousin Rob, coming Cousin through. Cousin Rob. All right. All right, going into Major League. Ooh. Looking at last week, Johnny went 3-5. and five. It wasn't great. Overall record of 9-11. and 11. Cam went 2-0 and oh with an overall record of 8-1. and one. And I went 3-7. and seven. Brought back down to earth for a total of 11 and 7. <laughs> the strategy didn't work last week. Oh, the Yankees did not go well. The Yankees were terrible all weekend. Oh, was, they were awful. It was miserable to watch. Oh, that makes me so happy, though. I'm so glad. I was just sitting there just like, if he, if this works again, I'm going to lose it on this clown over here. That dude was like undefeated for like the whole <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. The Yankees. Right. Blew it. They went one and four in my yeah, bets. It was, oh it was boy! And they didn't look good at all. Didn't look good tonight against your Braves, though. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron Judge, and all the homer. I got a handful of picks here, so everyone buckle in. I got the Yankees money line over the Braves because he's a Braves fan, and I'm going to watch them lose uh, to the Yankees. Nice. I also am taking. I'm, I'm totally adding that to my card. The Spite bet. Nope. Spike bet alert. You're going with Braves. I'm going Braves. Oh, that's a spike bet. Spike bet. Throw it on the card. Um, I'm going a little uh, little shocker here. I'm going the Padres run line versus the, the Dodgers. What? Yes. Tell me why. Well, they're not going to be favored on the run line. They're going to be plus one and a half. But I think they're going to win by two. The Padres are hot. I like this Padres team. Don't sleep on them. I'm uh I I'm really liking the Dodgers team right now. They're as well hot. Oh yeah, good pitching lineup. You just want to take that. You want to take the opposite of that. No, too, I'm just actually talking about because oh. I actually had them down and I don't want to talk about it later. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm taking the Padres run line. See so, how I like doubled up there. I did. I like that. It's efficient. Oh, so you take it. Size. So you taking money line or running line or run line? I'm just taking money line. Okay. Um. And then I got, I got three weekend picks. I'm going to pull something from the size more well here. I'm going Yankees, money line, all weekend versus Boston. I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing Marlins. Yeah, Marlins. The COVID coop ready to roll. Marlins, money line, all weekend versus the Braves. Yeah, Ooh. I did it. Wow. And Marlins are playing it. The Cubs run line over the Brewers all weekend. How many bets is that? That's a lot. It's a, I think I took 11 games. Jesus. Yeah, I was looking at that Cubs. I, I think I, I, I like that Cubs Brewers. I'm yeah. going to go money line all weekend. Yeah, I got to try to replenish the well of money here. That's for sure. Yeah. So that those are my picks for baseball. I'm also looking at tomorrow. I'm going to look KC over Cincinnati. KC's been playing good. They yeah. played good over the weekend, too. They like beat up on the Twins. I, I, I didn't catch the final score. I, I know I was, I was off at golf, but they were losing – um, I think it was one to five, and then last I saw it was three to five. I didn't see what the final was, but I still think KC pulls it out um, tomorrow. So I'm going to take KC over Cincinnati. Ooh, they lost six five, and then I'll take 
Seattle over Texas tomorrow as well. Seattle's been playing good ball. Texas has been a little sluggish. Kind of leads me into my Sunday pick as well. I'm going to take the Rockies over Texas. Um, and then, as Johnny mentioned, I'm going to take the Cubs uh, over the Brewers all weekend. Money line or run line? I'm going to do money line. Money line, safe bet? Yeah, right. safe bet. Yeah, I don't know why I'm going run line. I just I just want more money. Yeah, mine's super easy, boys. I'm taking I'm <laughs> eight picks. I'm taking the Indians over Detroit, money line, all weekend. Uh, actually, they're only playing three games, so I'm doing – so three games there. Uh, if there's anything that I know, it's that the Indians just beat the Tigers. They went 18-1 and against the Tigers in 2019. Um, Bieber is lacing them up this weekend, so you can just count that as an automatic W. He's going to win by Young. So, um, however, real quick, uh, the number two starter for Cleveland, Clevenger, and the number four Cleveland, Plezak, uh went partying and got themselves quarantined. So, I don't know. You might see Puko. I don't, I don't know who you're going to see against Detroit, but it doesn't matter because then he's just simply beat Detroit. So count it. They're winning at least two of those. Thank you. And then I'm taking the Yankees over the Red Sox. Money line all weekend. That was easy. That was easy. The, the, Yankees, the Yankees really disappointed me. I couldn't go with them this week. They're playing the Red Sox, so they just smack the Red And it's at home, so yeah, count it. They're going to come back. Yeah. Coming in hot. All right, boys. A little NHL? Oh, or a lot of NHL. Got a lot to talk about here. Sorry, give us the give us the leaderboard after the uh, the qualifying rounds. Yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle. Um, so Johnny went three and seven. Oof. Cam went one and nine, and I went three and six. Uh, as Cam mentioned, that includes the eight games for the the series, um, the five game series leading in. So little struggle. Didn't pick them all right there. I did that bad. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was so crazy. I mean, obviously, we, we said it going in, too. You have no idea what break, you know what I mean? But all different teams, injuries that were at the you know at the end of the last season going into the playoffs, they mean nothing. They're coming back. I mean, just completely just awesome series, though. But holy smokes, it was crazy. I mean, the Peng- I can't believe the Penguins lost. There's just so many teams I just didn't think we were going to that loss. It was just crazy. I mean, I mean you, had, you had Canadians and Blackhawks sitting at 12 seeds beating the five seeds, yep. the Penguins and the Oilers, both of which those two teams shouldn't have made the playoffs. If there was an eight series playoffs, they wouldn't have made it. They simply wouldn't have been able to make it. Crazy. Both home teams, Edmonton and Toronto, they get bounced. I mean, it was just overall a wild, wild series. You know, it also was wild the when com- the wild lost. <laughs> and Cam said my bet was stupid. Remember that, Cam, when the Canucks? When the the Canucks. Canucks. Up the wild. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. That's a great. That's a good young team too. I got to get good. Well, I mean they're going to get smacked against the Blues this round, but it is what it is. I mean, are they? I mean, he was also wrong about the Bruins beating up the Lightning, and I spiked about that one. Cam, <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. All right. So let's get in. All right. So let's get into the. Let's get into these. Uh, let's go Eastern Eastern Conference first. So get into our picks for this one. So Eastern first one. Let's got to go with the we got to go with the Blue Jackets Tampa Bay first, right? What a game tonight! Got to talk about it. Holy smokes! Whoa. So, yeah, so we we'd already locked in our picks before tonight, but holy smokes, five OTs, Tampa Bay pulls it out in the fifth overtime. Records galore! Holy smokes, Seth Jones sets minutes record. I think uh, uh, how many how many saves did eighty seven? Thought it was eighty six. He finished with what is it eighty six? Thought it was eighty seven. 
He finished. Corpus Allo with 87? Holy smokes, man. Uh, no, Jesus. Uh, 85 saves. It's a playoff record in the NHL. Man, what a game that was. Holy smokes. That's what we talked about. I'm so glad that Blue Jackets won first round playing Tampa Bay. So do you guys think they can get it done for a second year in a row and bust the lightning? Yeah, I'm going flashback alert. Woo! 2019, the Tampa Bay Lightning coming in, present trophy winners, top team in the NHL. CBJ sweeps them. Take out your brooms. I'm going to take the flashback all the way forward to 2020. There's no sweep. We already know that. Yeah. CBJ is still going to play them tough. Uh, they proved it tonight. They they have the answer. They shut them down. They're very good defensively. They played well against Toronto. They had a couple shutouts. Um, the, the question mark there was their scoring, and they proved that they could score. Um, you have Stamkos, the leader for the Lightning. He's been out. Um, I don't know when he's returning, but he's going to probably miss most of the series. I'm going to call what, how many games it's going to go. CBJ and seven. I'm going to take it at plus 190. Uh, I just have been watching the Blue Jackets, so I'm going to go Blue Jackets. I hope I'm dead wrong here for the second time, <laughs> but I got to go with the Lightning. You, like, you, like you said, Stamkos is out. The Lightning still look good. Hedman's, Hedman's questionable. I don't know when he's coming back. I mean, without two of their he, stars, I still think played, I still think they'll win. He, he played, played tonight. tonight. He did play some. Okay, good. Okay, he so yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to catch the game. So, um, yeah, so Hedman Hedman came back and scored. So that's that's good news for Tampa Bay. But yeah, I think Tampa Bay just has too much talent. I don't think they can get. I don't think the Blue Jackets can get it done two years in a row. I hope to God I'm dead wrong because I'm cheering for the Blue Jackets again, and hopefully I'm wrong. And they just I'm just gonna keep betting against them, and they just keep on winning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Uh, next one, next matchup, uh, Bruins versus Hurricanes. What do you guys got here? So Hurricanes, obviously, we already talked about. Let's see, they took down the Rangers. They smoked the Rangers. Rangers, Rio, the only, the only sweep. They were so bad, the Rangers. Boy, that was bad. And then the Rangers pick up the first pick of the draft <laughs> next year. Somehow, they got the second pick last year, so they're going to be real good coming up real soon. So they're going to be all right. Anyways, what do you guys got for the Bruins versus the Hurricanes? Yeah, um, I mean, you're looking at the Bruins. The Bruins probably should have won the Stanley Cup last year. Uh, came really close there against the Blues. Congrats on that one again. Uh, they were the no, pre- the Cup. No, no. <laughs> they should have. I yeah, go into games out here. All right. <laughs> they should have easily closed that one out. And then the Blues just did Blues things like they did all year last year, and just drag out the entire series. Anyways, uh, the Hurricanes, they're playing hot, hot, hot hockey right now. Um, yeah, I, I can't go against them right now. Bruins are went 0-3 in, against the top teams in the East. I think they're going to be getting Dougie Hamilton back for this series. I'm going to take the Canes plus 132 against the Bruins. Uh, I'm going Bruins. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Bruins. I think yeah, I think the Bruins wake up here. I think their top line of Marshawn, Bird, Pasternak. I think they get it going in the series, and I think they take down the Canes. I don't. I mean, the Hurricane goalies—they combined for a ridiculous nine, what ninety-seven percent save percentage in five-on-five hockey in that first qualifying round. I don't think they can maintain that. So I'm taking the Bruins over the Hurricane. Yeah, remember, remember a year ago, the Hurricanes beat uh, the Capitals and the Islanders, and then got swept by the Bruins last year. So they got a little vengeance to come back to in this series. Yeah, I'm going Bruins. Good talk. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> all right, next matchup, Flyers versus the Habs. 
What do you guys got here? I, I mean, the, the Flyers, I, this is a no discussion. I will discuss a little bit of it. Even with what they did to the Penguins, you're not even going to give the Canadians a little bit of credit? These teams are in two different brackets right now. The Flyers are they the Flyers just beat all three top teams in the East. Swept them all. Yes, the Canadians beat the Penguins three times. Whoop de doo. This is easy. You can take Philly. Penguins are a good team, man. Minus, Come on. Minus 220. Uh, all right, Flyers in five. I'll give them one game. I, I got a lot to say about this. All right, go. I got the Flyers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I got the I got the Flyers too. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah, it's the Flyers. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think the Canadians can do it twice in a row. Flyers are taking this. They they're arguably the best team coming out of the break. They look damn good. All right, last matchup: the Washington Capitals versus the New York Islanders. Ah, uh, I I holy smokes! This is a tough one. So we got to talk about this real quick. Barry Trotz. So I, for those of you who don't know, Barry Trotz coach of the Islanders. He was the coach of the Caps in 2018, took him to a championship, and the Caps literally said, yeah, we don't want you, bud. Go on. Move on. We're not going to extend you. We'll see you later. Trotz went to the Islanders. He's been the coach of the Islanders since, and now it's Trotz versus old team, Islanders versus the Caps. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, looking at this, I mean, the Capitals got bounced uh, round one last year, as I mentioned, against the Hurricanes. Um, yeah, I, I think they learned a lot there coaching-wise. Uh, the players, I mean, they're well-seasoned. You have some of the top people there, Carlson, Verana, Wilson, Backstrom, Oshie, and led by Ovechkin. I mean, these guys are scoring three, 3.4 goals per game. It's only second to their 2009-2010 run at 3.8 goals per game. The, the Caps, I, I think, are going to be too much for the Islanders here. I don't, I don't see the Islanders pulling it out, so I'm going to take the Caps at minus 145. It was a little tough. It's, I think it goes to six or seven. I got the Islanders. <laughs> Give me this upset, baby. I'm with you, Let's J-Mo. go. Give it to Let's me. Go. Give it to me. I want the. I want these Islanders. Barry Trout doesn't lose the Caps here. No way. No how. Give me that upset. Give me that. Oh, yeah, Let's have a day. Definitely. Let's have a day. Let's Islanders oh. over the Caps, baby. Let's go. I just like yeah. to remind our listeners of my record versus these two scumbags. <laughs> yeah, what are you three and six versus my one and eight? Get the fuck out one of here! One and nine, son. one and nine. Whatever. Anyways, all right, Western Western Conference. Uh, we got the Flames versus Stars tonight. Uh, I think that game's already over, actually. Flames but won. yeah, the Flames already won. So they, I mean, storyline here is the Stars are, like I said a little bit earlier, they're sluggish. Flames, on the other hand, are flying all over the ice. Man, who you guys got? As you stated, the Flames outscored the Jets 14-3, led by Matthew Takachuk and Johnny Godaro. Um, Neither team are plus odds here. It was a tough one, but just how the Flames have been playing and how the Stars have been playing, I have to go Calgary at minus 102. Neither of them are considered under No. Really? Yeah. All right, I got the Flames. They score goals. I like the four. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Calgary. Yeah, that I, their closet like one of my favorite teams. I, I mentioned this, you know, last week or I don't. I forget when we talked about. It, but they I just love watching them play. Man, they fly over the ice. They got guys that just make plays. I mean, it's just yeah. I, li- I like the Flames here. I don't like the Stars at all. So give me the Flames all day. Upset alert number two. Thank you. Flames all day. Next matchup. 
Let's do it. Uh, Western Conference here, Golden Knights, Vegas versus the Blackhawks. Who you got? Uh, this is similar to the Flyers-Canadians. The Blackhawks snuck into the seeding just because of COVID. They trounced a comeback victory over the Edmonton Oilers. I really, one, hate the Blackhawks. Two, they just took me away from seeing more Connor McDavid in this next round. I'm kind of vengeful against them. But also at the same time, the Golden Knights are flying. They went 3-0 and against their teams, top of the West teams. Golden Knights minus 330. It's very high. I know. Not going to make much money, but it's just guaranteed money. You don't like the Blackhawks? I hate the Blackhawks. I'm going Blackhawks. Swipe bet. Swipe bet. Yeah. I mean, this Give team me. is ready. Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> There's season. Wow. What an team. Bunch of old boys that know what they're doing. Blackhawks. They're playing. Yeah, right so kind of interesting. <laughs> Yeah, kind of interesting here. So, as I talked about this a little bit earlier, Blackhawks are a 12 seed. They wouldn't even make the playoffs. They, and actually, because they knew they weren't going to make the playoffs, they traded one of their players, Len, uh, I think his name's Laner, Laner, I don't know, L E H N E R. They traded him to the Golden Knights. Now they got to play him. He's the, he's the so, now they got to play, play his old team. So, anyways, I got the, I got the Knights in this. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good series. So, I, I, I wouldn't. You know, mind seeing this go to six or seven games, but I got the Knights. Game's on right now. Ooh. Let's go, Blackhawks. Next matchup, the Colorado Avalanche versus the Coyotes. Who you got? Yeah, Colorado. Uh, Colorado scored the most goals in the West, uh, 237. They were led by Nathan McKinnon at 93 points. Uh, He's got one goal and two assists in the round robin. I, I mean, this... Taylor Hall, Phil Kessel, and the Coyotes. I, I just think it's going to be too much for them. I'm going Colorado minus 300. I know. Um, I don't care who wins this. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go Avalanche just so I can get a W. Yeah, yeah the Coyotes sur- surprised a lot of people by taking down the Preds, man. They're playing, I mean, they played good, but the Avs, I think, are another level. I mean, they're easily, you know, one of the top two, three teams in the West, and they played really well in the round, Rob. I got the Avs. They're too strong. Last matchup, the defending champs, the St. Louis Blues versus the Vancouver Canucks. Who you got? Well, I would like to say that the Canucks cruised past Minnesota, (laughs) as Johnny called. I'm not going to say I know everything, but I do some things. And the Canucks are something I know. Vancouver also took... Two out of the one, two out of the three regular season games hmm. against the Blues, with that one loss coming in overtime. Some might call it lucky. Some might also call it skill and knowing their opponents. I don't know. I mean, I'm taking Vancouver plus oh, 180. Drop the bomb on Cam. Oh, he did it! He actually did it! Oh no! And the worst part is, is I'm taking him too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the worst part. That's perfect. I would. I love that. I don't even want you guys rooting for the Blues. It makes it so much sweeter when I win yeah. the money and my team wins well, again. I'll tell you what, though. I was super impressed with the Canucks. Number one, I went into a little bit. They got that good young core. They're going to be good for a lot of years. I thought they're going to be down a little bit this year. Um, they played themselves into that seven seed. Um, you know, they lost that kind of that core, that Sadim. You know, that core like that that really just dominated for a lot of years. Present cup contention and i think they're gonna be good for a lot of years blues wake up 
This might be Petro's last year as a blue. They got Vladdy Tarasenko back. They wake up. Baribe, the coach, just gets him done. He's going to pump him up. Blow out. See you later. Count it. Thanks. I've said it Bye. once. I'll say it again. The Canucks are going to fuck up the Blues, and they will be singing the Blues. Let's go. <laughs> I might have some side picks on the <laughs> NHL here. You have additional side bets? I do. All right. I'm going to just rapid fire. Islanders caps tomorrow over five and a half. Canucks versus the Blues tomorrow. Give me the Canucks plus one and a half. See? They don't even have to win. <laughs> Thursday, Blackhawks Knights over five and a half. Saturday, Blue Jackets money line over the Lightning. Blackhawks money line over the Knights. NBA. NBA. Let's oh, do it. Yeah. Size and Wargames. All right. Johnny last week went 2 0 for an overall record of 4 and 2. Thank you. Cam didn't take any picks for an overall record of 1 and 0. I went one and two. Size went one and two with an overall record of two and two. The Eastern Conference are all solidified. Washington Wizards have played themselves out. Western Conference, the Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings have played themselves out. And then you have the Spurs, Suns, and Blazers still trying to play for one last game. The Blazers balling, the Suns balling. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting here. You got the Suns in, in the 10 spot and the the Trailblazers in the, the ninth spot, and they're all one game out. Did you see the Mavericks-Blazers game today? I did not. <laughs> I mean, there was 265 points. I was too and... busy watching the six-hour hockey game that was on. Yeah. Uh, Damian Lillard just dropped a casual 61 points today. No yeah. big deal. Keep disrespecting that boy. See what happens. So we got we got some interesting news going on next week. Uh, Monday we'll start the playoffs will begin. So we'll we'll have that to look forward to next week. But during the meantime, I got Boston versus Washington on Thursday. Uh, Boston's still – they're playing really good basketball right now. They're 5-2 and two right now. Um, the Washington Wizards, as I mentioned, they've played themselves out. They're 0-6. Uh, Tatum and Hayward, they've been syncing up well together so far. Um, and with the Wizards mathematically eliminated, I'm going Boston. Uh, Moneyline? Uh, I, I didn't see a spread out there, so we'll, we'll say it's Moneyline now. We could tweet it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll tweet it out. And then I'm also going to look at, on Thursday, the Lakers over Sacramento. Again, I'm, I'm just I'm looking at these teams that are still in it, still have something to play for. Sacramento play themselves out. Uh, the Lakers have struggled on offense, so they're going to definitely look at this time to – you know, try to get that vibe going back together. Um, so I'm going to take the Lakers. Again, I didn't see any spreads on these right now. Um, and then Phoenix, they have they have been cooking. 7-0 and since restart. They're going to be playing Dallas on Thursday as well. Um, I, I No one's hotter than the Suns, pun intended. Yeah. Suns um, pretty hot. So is the basketball team. <laughs> give me Devin Booker and the Suns. Evan Booker. Thank you. I got the same one. Just that one? Just just one? Phoenix. I got one. That's so, so far. Um, I got. Well, I also got the Toronto. I got the Raptors over Philly. I'll take that one, too. But, yeah, I'm only going two games. Unless a game that I don't like, I won't. I'm going to go a spite okay. bet. So, leave uh, it. I'm taking all my bets tomorrow. Um, again, we don't have the spreads out, but I'll tweet them out. Um, I'm doing whatever the Pacers Rockets over is. I'm going to take the over in that game. Um, going to go whatever the spread is for the Raptors over the 76ers. 
and I'm also going to take the Heat Thunder over under, but I'm going to take the over. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. I'll tweet it out. I don't look any of those despite you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You agreed with me on one of them, so that was that was thinking. <laughs> was it a good start? No. All right. Anything else? Anything else uh, in the NBA? Damian Lillard and uh, Devin Booker really good at basketball, and playoffs start next week. So. Whoa! So so good. All right. Last but not least, the UFC. Oh boy. So we want to talk about what top two fights: Stipe versus Cormier and O'Malley versus Vera. I I I need a lead. What do you got? I was in New York. Shout out Sal. We were talking about UFC. This is how I make this pick. Usually at this time of year, we're always in Long Beach, New York. And this time of year, Cormier is always fighting. When you're in Long Beach and Cormier's fighting, you bet whoever is fighting him because he doesn't win when we're in Long Beach. It's a rule. This year, we're not in Long Beach. Therefore, hammer Cormier. He going to cop that W. Cormier going to catch it because nobody of my friend group is in Long Beach. That is the analysis for this. That's all there is. He's going to win because of that. No, Sal, you stink. Sal, yeah, you're definitely going to listen to this. You stink. <laughs> so that was terrible analysis. So, yeah, real quick. So Stipe versus Cormier, number three, first of all. So in the first fight, Cormier KO'd Stipe in the round one. And number two, Stipe was getting actually pretty worked until the fourth round. He started landing some heavy left-handed body shots and TKO'd Cormier. Cormier, sorry. And then now we're number three. So the big question is, how many times does Cormier poke Stipe in the eye after, you know, after the, the second fight where he did it like, what, three times? And then Stipe literally had to get eye surgery and hasn't fought since because I feel like Cormier is just going to poke him in the eye a bunch of times. And I feel like Cormier gets it done. And because we're not in Long Beach. Oh, no, <laughs> that, that just stinks. And also, this, this is what I, I really hope I'm wrong on this one, too, because Stipe is my boy. He's a Cleveland guy. Everybody around here loves him, man. Stipe is just a super good dude, super good dude. To, I mean, he, he just, he's just, he's just an all-around stand-up guy. Can't cheer for a better guy. I really hope I'm wrong about this one too, but I just think Cormier gets it done. The power, stamina. I just think he gets it done. He's just been working Stipe. I like Cormier. What do you got, size? Cormier is a straight-up beast and animal. I'm taking Cormier. It's Cormier, but well, Cormier. Yeah, it's Cormier. Cormier. Whatever. <laughs> Don't add an R at the end. <laughs> go to the name place get more american get your name adjusted without the r go to the name place all right all right we got sean o'malley versus marlon vera in the bantamweight fight all right so i, I got, got some John? more analysis here <laughs> we're gonna bring back sal for this one last last oh, time God. sal was in ohio not that long ago the Sugar Show. Welcome to the Sugar Show. Sugar Shane O'Malley. He won. Sal wouldn't stop yelling wherever we went. Welcome to the Sugar Show. Had to tell him to <laughs> shut the fuck up multiple times. But I'm going to say it again. Welcome to the Sugar Show. Sugar Shane O'Malley. Cop and W's. Thank you. And Irish pick. No big deal. Yeah. Sean, so Sean O'Malley's 12-0. Undefeated. He just he's got that supreme length. I just think he wants to keep this on his feet. He's just been tearing dudes up. I mean, uh, Marlon Vera's more of a ground and pound guy. He's got eight submissions. He wants to take it to the mat. I like O'Malley a lot. Sugar, I like that actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll let that one slide. Way better analysis than the <laughs> last one. I really like that. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Sugar over Cheeto. Cheeto, which uh, apparently means 
amazingly cool, which I hate as well. So yeah, hate the nickname. Love sugar. Give me welcome to the sugar <laughs> show. Give it give it to me. Sizemora. I'm going with Welcome to Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley, the alley got going back in the heydays to the aristocrats. Oh my god. I'm I'm taking O'Malley to fuck up whoever he's placing. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what analysis we got here tonight, boys. This is good. What just happened? Oh, my God. You just quoted the aristocrats for yes. the UFC? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, oh, he was man. This is, that's got to be that's gotta be the first time that's ever happened in any analysis ever for the yes. UFC. He was a tough cat. <laughs> He's a tough cat. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That's that's incredible. Oh, <laughs> my God. You have to buy these fights just for that reference. <laughs> if the if if Dana White doesn't come knocking on our door after the analysis, I don't know what this guy's doing. Sign us up for the UFC analysis. Oh my god! Oh, I can't stop. I can't stop laughing. All right, all right, all right. Give us the quick recaps, Johnny. All right, golf winner, fucking Brandon Todd. Um, throwing money at Siwoo Kim. Uh, boat bet, Seamus Power. MLB I'm taking the Yanks money line over Atlanta tomorrow. I'm taking Padres run line uh, versus Dodgers tomorrow. Yankees all weekend versus Boston on the money line. Marlins money line all weekend versus the Braves. Cubs run line all weekend versus the Brewers for hockey. Uh, Islanders Capitals over. And this is tomorrow. Uh, Canucks plus one and a half versus the Blues tomorrow. Uh, Thursday Blackhawks Knights. Uh, over five and a half, and then Saturday Blue Jackets money line over Tampa Bay and Blackhawks money line over the Knights. And for basketball, all picks will be for tomorrow. Uh, Pacers Rockets over Raptors uh, on the spread versus 76ers. Heat Thunder over. I'm out. Cormier and uh, welcome to the Sugar Show. All right, I'm going winner for the Wyndham Webb Simpson. Throw money at Justin Rose and Boat Butt Nick Watney. Looking at MLB tomorrow, Wednesday, 8-12. KC over Cincinnati. Seattle over Texas. Dodgers over San Diego. And uh, on Sunday, Colorado versus Texas. And Chicago versus Milwaukee over the weekend. For NHL, I'm taking the Flyers over the Canadians. The Capitals over the Islanders. The Bruin or the Hurricanes over the Bruins, the Blue Jackets over the Lightning, in the West, the Golden Knights over the Blackhawks, the Avalanche over the Coyotes, the Flames over the Stars, and the Canucks over the Blues. In NBA, I'm going to take Boston versus Washington on Thursday, the Lakers versus Sacramento on Thursday, and Phoenix over Dallas on Thursday. And in UFC, I'm taking Cormier and Thomas O'Malley. The alley cat. <laughs> Golf, Wyndham. I'm taking Captain Improve Your Lie, Patrick Reed to win. I'm taking the kiss, throwing money at him, and Cousin Rob is my boat bet. Uh, for the MLB, I got the Yanks money line over the Red Sox all weekend. I got the Indians money line over Detroit all weekend. That also includes, by the way, the Papadino. So my father is called Papadino, by the way. Papadino lock of the week is Bieber versus Detroit. So mark it down, folks. That's a little bonus bet for the boys of banged up bets. Papadino, lock. For hockey, 
I got uh, Tampa Bay over the Blue Jackets. I got the Flames over the Stars. I got the Bruins over the Hurricanes. I got the Knights over the Blackhawks. I got the Flyers over the Canadians. I got the Islanders over the Caps. I got the Avs over the Coyotes. And the defending champs, the Blues, over the Canucks. In the NBA, I got Phoenix over Dallas. I got Raptors over Philly. And in the UFC, I got Cormier and Sugar. Sugar O'Malley. Welcome to Sugar Town. Sugar, <laughs> sugar, sugar Show. Sugar Show. Yeah, welcome to the, welcome to the Sugar Show. Well, look out for our post later today on our social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at BangedUpBets. We'll be tweeting out everything pretty much the rest of the week, all weekend. Instagram will be popping. Uh, our next podcast will be next Wednesday, 8-19, where we look to look over the Northern the Northern Trust at TPC Boston. Uh, MLB, round one of the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. Don't forget to hit like, subscribe to get all of the banged up latest. We have.